Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. We are here live from Newcastle, Australia. It's a beautiful day. There are people in the trees, literally with chainsaws, and it's a pretty wild time. There's people on the roof with drills. It's getting wild out here. Dude, absolutely. It, it's pretty wild. I saw that guy just like dangling from the treetops with wielding uh, like a long pole saw. He is the manliest man. <laughs> Like we we can't compete with that. No, nah, yeah, I'm not a climber. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a ground. Guy. Good thing. I'm a good groundie. thing he's doing it so early in the morning. There's no girls around because <laughs> just just they wouldn't. Okay, I yeah, don't even know. What I, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's but, anyways. You're listening well, to the this breakfast guy show. Up in the tree. That's right. You're listening to the breakfast show where we are doing all kinds of things. But the first thing that we're doing right now is letting people what? know that the way to a woman's heart is climbing a tree with a chainsaw. Correct. Okay. And secondarily, <laughs> what creature am I? Now, this is your penultimate clue for the quiz for the week. So your second last opportunity to get in. 0491 is the number. And I'm ready. the question, the clue is, Jesus said that the Pharisees would strain at a gnat, and yet they would swallow this. Oh, wow. That's so hectic. That's... So Jesus said that the Pharisees would strain at a gnat. Now, if you don't know what a gnat is, it's like a real tiny, tiny, tiny little bug flies around that would strain a of, at a gnat. A lot of people call it a gnat, a gnat. Yeah, well, it's it's spelled gnat. Yeah, uh, they would strain at a gnat, yet they would swallow this animal. So we're seeing a bit of a size comparison here. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call if you know the answer. This animal is bigger than a gnat. Mm. That's all I have to say. Yeah. It's not the size of a gnat. It's not. Or it's even a G gnat. It's bigger. It's even bigger. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Blake, <laughs> do you have text messages? I got a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's wow. Been, it's been wild this morning. A lot of people got the answer right. So I'll just say, uh, Lynn, you got the answer right. Freco, good work. Got the answer right with an emoji. Janelle also got the answer right with an emoji. Uh, Raphael, Karen, Brayden, Bruce, Suzanne all got the answer correct. I'm proud of you all. This is good stuff. Because if you didn't know, emojis are extra points. Yeah, Janelle, the <laughs> that that was a joke. That's not true. No, but, I, I'll give it to him. But <laughs> that's not I, your no, right. I'm, like. I'm gonna do it. You send emojis <laughs> in. I'm giving you extra points. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have oh Janelle, close. But that's not the right answer. So good try, good guess. We got a, a text message here. It says, prayer is the most powerful gift Jesus has given us. And he even gave us a perfect example in the Lord's Prayer. Blessed be the prayer warriors among us. The 144,000 will be prayer warriors who will be known for their love for one another. Lots mm. of prayer hands and lots of heart emojis. Amen. I love that. Mm. And speaking of prayer, uh, Raphael texts in and says, That's a, that was a good prayer, Lawson. Thumbs oh. up. Praise God. When we were praying for Taiwan earlier. Mm. Uh, reading another text here. Reading the Bible is like talking uh, with God. Hopefully we all talk with him daily. Great start to the day. Prayer mm. hands. Uh, another text here says, murder case, dot, dot, dot. Extradition from India. The long arm of the law. Totally agree with you, Blake, that all injustices will very soon be righted mm. by God himself. Absolutely. Uh, another text message here, soft power index. Australia is now 13th, down three places since 2021. I suppose considering we have a population as big as many major cities in the world, that's still a pretty big impact. Yeah. Thought, uh, thought emoji. Actually, that that is something I wanted to say. 
thinking about how big we are as a nation in terms of population and also geographic location, we are very mm. separate from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting how influential we are on the soft power rankings. Mm. Like we're not, we're not like just a little nation that doesn't impact. Like when things happen in Australia, people know about it mm. and, and it definitely does have an impact on the rest of the world. I, I find that quite interesting. Actually, the, the Australian country is actually quite influential in comparison to like people. I bet, you know, if we did like a soft power ranking per person, mm. we'd probably be up there, maybe number one. Well, I do know that in all of my experience traveling, whenever I tell someone I'm from Australia, that leads to blessing and friendship and being looked after. Like, it's the best being from Australia. And then I will say this. The next question it leads to is, have you ever punched a kangaroo? And that's where I say yes. Yes. But it's a lie. No, no, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. I have punched a kangaroo. Have you punched a kangaroo? In the face. That is animal abuse. Well, he started it. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we were feeding kangaroos. You you know, Mullen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my boy, Mullen, we're there feeding kangaroos. He's holding some uh, kangaroo food. Mm -hmm. Big fella comes up. Mm-hmm. Just strolls on over because the big kangaroos are yoked, dude. Yeah, this guy's like huge, huge dudes. Like I, all they do is push ups and like look at the girls and wink at them. It's yeah. like real, real toxic kangaroo. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this guy comes over and he gets over close to Maul and he just says that food's mine, and then reaches out with his big old paw claw and like pulls the food out. But as he does it, he scratches underneath. My son's eye. Yeah. Like fully scratched, like blood comes out, you know? Yeah. I have this reaction in me. Like if you hurt my family, Mm. I'm going to mess you up. Mm. And so literally without even, not even a hesitation, not a thought, not even uh, like any cognition, pulled back, right hook, dropped this kangaroo. One hit, tongue flopped out of its mouth. I hit it as hard as I could Actually? in the face. As hard as I could, this thing just dropped on the ground like a sack of potatoes. And then I realized the kangaroo is on the emblem of my passport. Uh-huh. And I thought, I'm going to go to jail. I uh-huh. just punched a kangaroo in the face. This is what my thought was. This was like 10 years ago. So I was like, ah! So I jump. I was like, get in the car. So I like got my son in the car, jump around, come around and jump into the front seat of the car to drive away, old mate that I've just punched in the face gets up. Uh-huh. He is angry. Have you ever seen the movie Jurassic Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that movie, but the <laughs> but the Velociraptors are kangaroos. <laughs> this thing jumps over <laughs> jumps over to the car and starts scratching and drooling on the window. Because my window is down, but I'm yeah. like trying to roll it up. Yeah. But like a manual car, you can roll up like really, really fast, but yeah. this is just like, the window's just like, and he and the kangaroo's like, like drooling and like scratching my car, and I'm just like, you know. Then I was like, we gotta get out of here. We're gonna get arrested. You know. Then we just drove away. So, yeah, that was my experience punching a kangaroo in the face. That is insane. Yeah, that was at Morissette Park. I've been there. I've been down there. Yeah, yeah. We take bread down there. Yeah. You know, shake the bag. They all come shake, over. And they come over. But this this big boy, he, yeah. like, I, he and I have he's beef. It's what they call a boomer. <laughs> a boomer? No, actually. Really? The big ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in the Olympics, like our Olympic basketball team, they're called the boomers. Oh! Yeah. I. That makes more sense now. So yeah. boomer's like a big kangaroo. Yeah. 
And there's that classic song, you know, when it comes to Christmas time, we have an Australian Christmas carol. It's called Six White Boomers. And the idea is that uh, it's too hot for reindeer down here. Right. So, that so makes they get, sense. So they get replaced by... And they, they don't need 12. And the, the, big guy, six the big guy... The big guy... The guy I don't believe him, but you know, Santa Claus, he's, yeah. uh, the Australian paintings of him is like him in uh, flip flops or, or thongs and shorts yeah, and like a little uh, tank top as he's cruising yeah. around in sunnies. I yeah, that's right. And, and only way to go in Australia. That's right. In his sled, which is actually a ute that's pulled by <laughs> right. the uh, boomers. Boomers. The boomers. Uh, okay. Yeah. It makes sense. Frank, <laughs> sorry, that was a bit r- of a tangent. <laughs> very big um, tangent there. Please don't report Blake for animal abuse. He was protecting his family. I was. I fully was. It was a non-thought process. It was like, you mess with my family, yeah. I'll punch you in the no, face. I, I see. I, I get that. Yeah. I, I 100%. Like, if a, if a rabid dog come up and tried to bite my kid, Mon, I'd be... Mullen still has... He still has a scar on his face from that day. Mm. So this is like the evidence. You can go, like, go see Mullen and he will show you, this is the time that I got scratched and my dad went... All wild and punch this kangaroo in the face. <laughs> so, uh, Freco, he texts us in. Birds in the background are plovers. Oh, that's scary. Oh, that's terrible. Victoria! Victoria, get, get out of there, out of there, get out right, of there now. right now. They will swoop you and they will, they will mess your life up. Get out! So, I was, I was down in, at uni one day and uh, my good friend Ryan were down there and he's like, Hey Lawson, you should, can you uh, walk over to that part of the uh, of the car park? I want to give you a sermon illustration. I'm a theology student, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. sure. So I walk over to that car part of the car park, and then I start getting swooped. I get swooped by plovers, and he's like, and I run back. I'm like, what'd you do that for? And he's like, I got gotcha. you. Like you're the worst friend. You're listening to the Breakfast Show. Contact us on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Got another text. <laughs> gotcha. Got another text message. For real. Here. He's just like, he's like gotcha. Got him. Like, what was the sermon illustration? Don't, don't trust your I, friends. I was like, uh, you're a liar? That, that's what I was asking him. He's like, yeah, it was interesting, right? Because I was just getting full on swooped. I'm like, what is going on? He's like, yeah. The plovers are wild. If you, if you don't know, if you've never been to Australia, maybe you're listening overseas, a plover is it looks a little bit like a seagull, mm-hmm. but with a lot pointier nose. They're a little more slender, and they are very territorial, and they lay their eggs on the ground. Mm. So then you could just be walking by, wanting to have a little picnic. You set up a shop next to a plover egg, and you're going to get swooped. And they got these little hooks on their wings as well, too. That they're, like they get you, yeah, yeah, and they're poisonous apparently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when I was when watch I was, out. When I was little, I we had all the family over for Christmas, and I was like running around. We had like a big, big like we lived on four acres, which isn't big, big to some people, but it's like a pretty big yard. And uh, we're running around in the front yard down near the lake, and I was by myself. And then my cousin, who was sixteen at the time, came over, and we were like running. He was five, I was sixteen. We're like running around, and then. I see this, these birds and I'm just like five years old. I'm like, birds! And I run towards the birds. But then my cousin's like, no! And like, and like picked me up and like put me over his shoulder and rem Because then they started swooping because like, they yeah. started getting near their nest. Wow, that's wild times. You know, I just want to say, go on record. If you swoop my family, I'll punch you, plovers. <laughs> 
Don't don't mess with me. Uh, sorry, it'll be a natural reaction. I won't even think about it. But if you're flying at me trying to swoop my kids, you're right, done. Right in the beak. You're gone. <laughs> Actually, it'll probably hurt my hand. Uh, Braden texts. Most of the people in Australia are awesome. The climate is seventy percent good. Still not a fan of summer. Far too hot though. I'm in Queensland, which mm. really only has one and a half seasons. It has a peculiar beauty, but my heart is still in New Zealand, and it's extraordinary beauty mm. there. Ooh, Braden, we know that your heart. is New, in New Zealand's Zealand soft power is uh, far further down the chain than yeah, twenty six. Yeah. Uh, it used to be 21. So they're kind of punching, though, still, like for such a... Because there are like 5 million people yeah. or something like that, right? Did you sure. really know the, do you know know the population? I'll, I'll have to check that it's out. Like, it's around 5 million people. Um, <laughs> Wayne, <laughs> Wayne texts in the answer, well, close to the answer, and then he says, minus the hair. Uh, so you did get the answer correct as well, mm-hmm. too. So good job, Wayne. Uh, George says, a typical... <laughs> Typical Yank asserting authority <laughs> in someone else's backyard, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Yank. I love that. Sorry, George. I loved I loved it. It's the you it's, said that. You can take the, the Yank out of America, but you can't take the America out of the Yank, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Please if you I will say though, I love Australia and I love living here. I'm the Outback Patriot. Like I literally this is my this is my home. I love it. But you're you're right. I still punch things. Please uh, address Blake as Yank from now on. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. But but here, let me just give you a little rundown on this. Mm. Okay. Yanks are from the northern right. part of America. The north, like north east, northeastern side. Yeah. Rebels are from the south. My family's all rebels. Yeah. Like, I'm all from the south. That's like, right. I'm a southern that's, boy. That's so. why I think this is so funny that you should call <laughs> yeah, him call me Yank. Yank. Call him Yank. That's your new, that's your new, name. <laughs> new name. Oh, okay. George, starting things on the radio here. Now I'm going to get called American Yank. Yank. From now on, you are Yank to Yank. Me. Well, we have uh, been going through our Bible study, mm. the... Uh, 20 million movement Bible study all around the world. We have this week been talking about the infamous covetousness. The sin. The sin of the covetousness. <laughs> I don't think there's a band called covetousness. I bet there is. I almost guarantee there's I think not. there's, I know of a band called Covet. But not covetousness. Okay. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're here, we're talking about how this is a matter of the heart. And really... Uh, <laughs> Really, sorry, George texts one last thing. He says, stop trying to weasel out of it. <laughs> okay, George, no more text messages. All right, we're, doing, we're, on, we're in our Bible study now. So covetousness is mm. something that we are often tempted to do. But unlike other sins, many sins are outward, like lying, mm. or killing, or stealing, or you know, many of these things. They're outward sins. But... Covetousness starts in the mind. It's a thought sin. And mm. so I want to read 1 Corinthians 10, 13 to give us a little example uh, about how we can deal with a thought sin, with something mm. it's a temptation to fall into. Can mm-hmm. you read that for us? Yeah, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and verse 13, No temptation has overtaken you except such is as common to man, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will always make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Okay, quick thought process, quick question here. 
when we think about temptation, Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. but I personally think to myself, wow, am I the only one that's struggling with this? Mm. Uh, Do you ever ever get those vibes? Sure. Like, I know it's not true, but I do feel like, I feel like, why does it have to be like this? Why am I struggling with this thing? Whatever it is. That's that's such a good point. Like, I've definitely felt, you know, in a crowd – have a temptation you can feel or know that it's wrong um but but then the question comes like man why am i like this what's wrong with me right Mm. and i think that that actually comes from the enemy the Mm. whole what is wrong with me concept this idea that you are peculiar or special in the Mm. sense that your situation is unique but something i learned from that verse that i go back to quite often Mm. uh, is that there is no temptation that's not common to man. Mm. Every temptation is common. Like mm. we all experience temptation in some way. Mm. I will say from genetics, from our upbringing, our predispositions, our propensities, we have different buttons that can be pressed. Like you could be tempted in ways that I'm not tempted. But the ways that you are tempted is common to every person. Mm. Does that make sense? So unique to your experience, but common to mankind. And when it comes to covetousness as well, too, the Bible talks about with this temptation, I suppose it's important for us to remember that when you feel jealous or envious about something, you're not the only one. Mm. Like, it's important. In fact... When we go to the research for marketing, one of the like most compelling and successful marketing campaigns in the world is the concept of making you think that you're inadequate unless you get this thing, mm. right? Like if you don't have the latest fashion or the, the the next hat or if you don't have like if you're into lawnmowers, if you don't have the latest and greatest lawnmower, then your neighbors are going to think less of you or uh, think that you're not as up-to-date with everything. So you covet what your neighbor has. You covet what your other people have. And I think the term that – is this an Australian term? I, I don't know. Keeping up with the Joneses? Yeah. Okay, we say that here too? Yeah. I, 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 I don't think I've heard it a lot here. It's definitely an American thing. Yeah. Oh, keeping up with the Joneses. It's uh, keeping up with Jonesy. No, nah, no, nah, I'm, oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I knew you would fall for that. I did. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, my, uh, keeping up with Jonesy. No, no, no. Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it's, it's a concept we understand. Okay, so this idea of keeping up with the Joneses is like, is one of the worst things about Western society. Mm. Because it's like, you always have to have what the latest and greatest thing is, whatever it is. Like the new iPhone, the new lawnmower, the, the new pair of... Uh, Versace jeans or whatever. You know? There's this uh, ad campaign that was on a lot when I was a kid, and I think even to this day. And you know, it has this little jingle at the end of each ad. It'll have an ad of a beautiful person or whatever, and then it goes, "Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline." <laughs> and and the point is, it's like, oh, you can either be born pretty, but you're probably not. So therefore, you need our product to just live up to that standard wow. of being born pretty. Like that that's the point. It's like maybe, it's maybe she's born with it, maybe it's Maybelline. It's like, hey, do you just want to reach the the standard of being born with it? Maybelline. How like, how terrible is that? Like yeah. the feeling of inadequacy 
used against you mm-hmm. to covet a better looking life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. Harsh. Marketing can be really harsh in and this it's, world. It's interesting because it's a feeling that the majority of like the the ninety five percent of people have. And definitely there are there's a scale of prettiness and there are maybe more people who are pretty than other people, but yeah. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Here on the Breakfast Show, it is Blake and Lawson. We've got another clue coming at you fast. This the is final. the final, mm-hmm. ultimate, the ultimate clue. clue. Here we go. It is easier for this creature to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. If you know who this is, if you know what this animal is, and you know if you want to, you can name it. If you like, give, give it a name. <laughs> That's how it works. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I mean, give it a name as in you can call this animal Bob or Billy or, you know, just just zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text. And if you call or text that number with the correct answer, you will go in the draw, which is happening in about 15 minutes. This is your final last opportunity to get in. And we've had people who have won. From the last opportunity. So, 0491-064-669. Well, Sky, she just got the answer correct. Oh, shout out Sky. And Raphael sends in a text. I like this. It's kind of exactly what we're talking about. Ooh, but I can't say the answer yet. I can't read this text yet because it, it reveals the answer to the quiz. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read that later, Raphael. Don't yeah. worry. That's a that's a text for after the quiz is revealed. I was saying just before we got into the song, I'm like... Sure, there is, like, beauty, I think, in a somewhat objective sense with in regards to, like, symmetry and, and whatnot, what we deem to be. And, and it's usually based on standards of, like, healthiness. Like, often, often it's, like, more healthy people tend to be more, quote-unquote, attractive or beautiful. Uh, but that being, that being said, you know, God has, God has blessed us with everything that we need to go through life that that i i i just come from the the place of previously in my life and, and even up until now dealing with a lot of self-consciousness yeah I, I it's it's definitely been a struggle for me of yeah looking in the mirror and and, and that came in a professional sense when, when i used to back when i used to race motorbikes i would be like oh am i fit enough am i strong enough and you know da 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 but then in a in a social sense as well, like, oh, do I, you know, do I do I look good? Do people think I look weird? Whatever. And that, that's like a very, uh, that starts for a lot of people in their teenage years. And, and for me now, like I'm, I'm 24 years old, but it's definitely a thought or a consideration. Uh, you see, a, I don't know, a pimple come up, whatever. And you're like, man, why me? Like, why, why, do, I, why do I have to do this? Like, um, yeah, but regardless, I think that the the beautiful and amazing thing is when it comes to beauty, when it comes to the things that we own and have, is that we can realize that that comparison is actually really toxic and all we can do before God is our best. I think I think there are some aspects in which we can change and we should, should change. I'm a big advocate for just health in general. And I think that that is something that will, if you're, if you're coveting like, oh, other people are, are more healthy than me and you're struggling with your health, like 
that's an area in which God has given you counsel to be able to change mm-hmm. without having to go and spend exorbitant. And, and in fact, it's a healthy thing. Now, I think there are people who get get obsessed with potentially health for you know negative reasons, but um, there are areas that God has blessed us and given us counsel. But simultaneously, I think that we'll be led down those paths if we find ourselves drawing closer to Him. Like mm. if we find ourselves drawing closer to Jesus, we will be the healthiest, we will be in the healthiest and most beautiful state we could possibly be. I I think that's a, a beautiful sentiment and a great advice for us to remember in a world that is so superficially focused. Mm. Remember, God looks at the heart. Mm. You know, man judges on the outward appearance, mm. but God looks at the heart. Uh, the Bible talks about, in our 20 Million Movement Bible study, uh, through God's power, uh, that we can actually be protected from the sin of covetousness. There's a little three-step process here, okay? You ready for these three steps? You ready mm-hmm. to take notes? Can you read Joshua 24:15? Joshua 24:15 where the Bible says, "And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose yourselves these this day whom you'll serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." Beautiful. So, number 1, make a decision to serve and depend on God and to be part of his family. Starts mm. with the decision in the mind. Like, mm. choose this day what you're going to do, who you're going to serve. Mm. Now, the second one here is to be daily in prayer. Now, Matthew 6, verse 13 says, Lead us uh, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Mm. And so, whenever we're feeling tempted to fall into uh, sin or to covetousness, remember what we read earlier in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation is overtaking you except such as is common to man. Mm. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able. But with the temptation, he will also make the way of escape that you may mm. be able to bear it. So there's no temptation that can overcome you. There's no, there's no temptation that you uh, cannot battle against and have a victory over. Every temptation, we have the opportunity. Now, we may fall, we may falter, and we may not uh, live up to the standard that we want to sometimes, and that's Mm. where we need forgiveness and grace, but you can overcome temptations. It is a possibility. We Mm. see this happening all through the Christian experience, and Jesus is compelling and encouraging us to walk with him and to live like that. To recognize, yes, there's grace and mercy, but... To not forget that through Jesus, there's also victory. Mm. And then finally, to be regular in Bible study. Can you read Psalm 119, verse 11? Psalm 119, verse 11, the Bible says, Your way I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. So, when the Bible says, Your way I've hidden my heart, I think that's the way of Jesus. Mm. Because... Jesus was literally tempted in every way that we're tempted. Now, that's not the same as, like, he didn't have Wi-Fi. You know, there was no uh, there was no online gambling addiction that was there. But the, the concept of temptation mm. in every vice, nothing is new under the sun, mm. only that now it's available in your hands through a phone. Yeah, and a vice or an addiction in either... Gambling, sex, food, 
essentially operates and functions the same way in the brain. Like, like it's an addiction to... And it has for thousands of years. That's right. Yeah, it has a different manifestation, but it's, it's in terms of what it does to your brain. Yeah, and, and we understand that Jesus faced that. Mm. Jesus also, he, he doesn't just come and live this perfect life to be like, haha, I'm perfect, you're, you're not. Like he, he lives it to show us mm. a life well lived. You want an abundant life? Like, follow the example that Christ gives. Mm. Isaiah 55, verse 6 to 7 says this. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Jesus is so merciful and so Mm. graceful. And a lot of times in the past, I've made a mistake, I've sinned, and I'm like, oh, okay, I've sinned, then I might as well just keep going because I've made a terrible mistake and nothing can be good about it. But I've learned that even in the moment, even in this time of temptation, even if you find yourself falling right then and there, mm. Jesus is faithful. He'll hear your prayer. He'll listen to you. And he wants to give you the victory that only you can ha- have through him, through Jesus. And so... In your time of need, go to Jesus, ask for his help, seek his mercy, and seek his strength Mm. to find that victory that he can give. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM, and Blake, we're just sneaking in there. (laughs) <laughs> that that snuck up on us. We're both hearing the song come to an end. Oh, yes, absolutely. We're back on radio. And that's what that's what happens with the breakfast show. It kind of sneaks up. That's right. You know people. what's sneaking up on the people right now? <laughs> the, oh, I the, know. the price. I know. The price. The draw for the quiz. You want to be careful not to sneak up on me if you're a boomer. Because because I'll punch you. The you'll face. you'll drop them if if. You scratch my kids' face. Are you the kind of person, like, say... Not I... like a boomer generational boomer. I love those. Oh, yeah. We, Not we, those. We, I'm talking about yeah. big old kangaroos with muscles mm. and a real hardcore hunger for kangaroo food. Are you the kind of person, like, if I snuck up behind you and was like, rah, would you, like, turn around and punch me? 100%. Okay, well, now I know to not do that. <laughs> Directly in the face, too. You're listening to The Breakfast <laughs> Show, and right now it is time to spin that wheel. Okay, it's turning. I can, I can feel it. It's spinning. Okay, and we have a winner. So we're going to get them on the phone right now, but we want to tell you that the answer to our quiz today was camel. 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 Have you ever ridden a camel before? Yeah, I have. They're huge. Mm Mm-hmm. Why, why, why? I was going to make a joke, but I don't know if I want to. You know what? I will make the joke. I was going to say, I feel sorry for that camel because you're a, you're a, you're a <laughs> big boy. You're a big boy. I rode a big camel. That's, that's uh, awesome. I rode a big, camels can but carry But they tons carry of weight. crazy yeah, weight. Yeah. I'm nothing. Like, I'm like a wog in the park for mm. a camel. They just saw me and they're like, Haha, get up here, big fella. Mm. I was like, okay. I actually rode it with my daughter at the same time. Oh, that's so awesome. Cool. Yeah. You guys were getting around. Was it like on a beach? Uh, was it, it was somewhere sandy, sandy? It yeah. was, but it wasn't, I wouldn't call it a beach, but it was, it was like dunes. You're in the dunes. Yeah. Here in Newcastle? Uh, yeah. It, well, like Port Stevens. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah like yeah. next to Stockton Beach. Yeah, I don't know if they still do those anymore, but they do. They do. I I know we we get international students out there. Get them up on the- dude, they, they, hey, they, come to Australia, ride a camel. That's I think right. there's more camels in Australia than any country in the world. Yeah, in fact, so in Qatar, camels are like raced. It's like their horse racing industry, but they race camels and they put robots on them that whip the camels. It's like the most, he- and they they drive beside the track in full drives with a with a remote control that controls the robot that whips the camel. That's terrible. And they put millions and millions of dollars on it. But wow. we're giving away something better than millions and millions. I of saw dollars. camel races in the in the circus once, or uh, but it was like plastic camels oh, running okay, across okay, the thing. Enough. Yeah. But we have our winner on the phone. Shout oh, nice. out, Suzanne! Congratulations! Are you there, Suzanne? I am. I am. Suzanne, you have won our amazing prizes, and I guess the question is: Are you keen to experience more joy in your life? Oh, absolutely. We can all do with that. Absolutely. Amen. And we've got, as Suzanne. well, seven deadly relationships since. So you'll be able to clear those up. You'll be able to experience <laughs> 13 <laughs> weeks to joy. And and you'll be blessed. Suzanne, where are you calling us from? Uh, South Australia. South Australia. Wow. Does that explain yeah. your accent? Or... Oh, no, I'm a Kiwi. The yeah, Kiwi. I thought so. I heard the Kiwi there, too. I was... And... I love the Kiwi accent, actually. It's, yeah. It's very, uh, very yeah, good. Yeah. Suzanne, awesome. Thank yeah, you well, for joining us. Amazing. Suzanne, I, I, I do you have a, a particular for you? You're like, okay, 13 weeks to joy. I'd, I'd love to know, do you have a place where you'd sit down and read this book, a special place? Not that I just say special place. Like, uh-huh. it would just be in the lounge, but... It's the time. So early morning, we're talking like five o'clock. Beautiful. Oh, right before wow. right before the breakfast show. That's right. That's it. <laughs> You'll be able to tune in. Suzanne, thank you so much. Congratulations on winning the prize. And uh, Don't yeah, forget to text us life. when you get the book because I want to know uh, when it arrives and I want to know when you're reading it at 5 a.m. And then so we're, we're going we're gonna to test actually when you get the book and oh, then no. 13 weeks later we're going to call you and say, How say joyful are, are, you? are you happy now? <laughs> okay, I better read this book properly then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Suzanne, for, yeah, just getting in and, and getting it done. Absolutely. Congratulations. Mm. I love. I always love winners. Mm. Like when it happens, it's just such a beautiful thing. And we never get to have that experience, but we love giving it to. But we're to we're them. winners every day because we get to do that's the right. breakfast show. So Absolutely. that's like a win-win situation. Yeah. yeah, We get to do the breakfast show to consider the camels. I forgot. I was going to tell you a story. Oh, have okay. you ever heard of an escape room? Yeah. Okay. So there's one here in Newcastle. We did it as a leadership team. It was a little bit weird. It was like a mad scientist was, kind of thing. Is this in like the middle of Newcastle? Yeah. Like in the city? Newcastle. I think I've, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. So we went in there, right? Pitch black. We're handcuffed. It's an escape room. We only have an hour to get out. We find our way around in the dark. We find some flashlights or torches, as we say in Australia. We find some keys, right? But then, Lawson, mm. this is wild. We find a door. Mm-hmm. We open the door. Mm-hmm. Inside, a giant man comes out at me. I punch him directly in the face as hard as I possibly can, only to discover this man was a mannequin. <laughs> and then the escape room people on the microphone said, Please do not punch the mannequin. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I did the same escape room. 
and did the same thing. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah so you're, I, you're asking me if I, I'm the one of the guys that would punch people in the face. That's right. Up, but you're one of those guys. That's right. I punched it like in the stomach. Oh, nice. And but and one of its arms fell off. Whoa! I didn't punch that hard. Yeah, what of what of it? What of its arms? You're rocking a cannon for an arm over here. It was scary, bro. Oh, it was. When this thing come out at me, I just like instantly just went. Especially like when I do escape rooms, I love to you know take the lead lead and try and work out everything. And I'm like, all right, go guys, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, let's let's get this done. And so I, you know, I was opening jokes most of the time. I was opening that door. And oh, I was like, yeah, I opened that door too. So, cause someone said, here's the key. So I opened it. When I opened it, boom. It was oh, on. that is hectic. I almost got like a full on jujitsu. Dude, we fight have like a shared trauma. We do. A trauma bond. That's High right. five. Yeah. <laughs> That's hectic. Hey, if you have any escape room <laughs> you, stories, you have a trauma bond. If you have you a trauma share. bond with someone else, 0491064669. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.